Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're gonna mouth off too. Bam! This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Goodies! It's KB! <laughs> What's up? You're so cute. Uh, nothing. I feel like I'm I'm like a bit brain damaged from this weekend in Chicago I just had. Like today I could not figure out the airport. I just couldn't figure it out. You and you spend more time than maybe anyone I know. I should know how the airport works, and I couldn't figure it out today. Like, I forgot to take off my shoes when I went through security. I, like... You have TSA pre! No, okay, I don't have TSA. I have clear, and I'm usually in priority, but... Okay, I tried to get TSA, and I can't because of my Canadian citizenship. You're telling me clear doesn't give you TSA pre? I can do things... the front of the line. I can do that, I can do that, but they didn't have clear at this airport. Oh, I know. I know. In Chicago? They had it at J- Jason and I were weirdly booked on different flights. Um, but his his um terminal had clear and mine didn't. That's terrible. You know what? I'm complaining. I'm going to write in and give a three-star <laughs> review. <laughs> As we were just saying, um we've had a big year. Let's let your brunette now. Yeah. That's the most important thing. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> you got engaged. I did. You won Dancing with the Stars. Wait, that is what a big a, oh, year. Oh, you're hosting The Bachelorette. I, <laughs> wait, it is a big year. Thank you for pointing that out. What else? There's probably more. Well, gosh, I feel like you're having your own year over there yourself. Well, it is It is a year. Yeah. It, it's been a year. It's been a year. I don't even know where to start. Well, here's the plan. I don't have a plan because... We don't need one. So many people have questions that I didn't even need to prepare. That's perfect. I love when the the listeners come through. Do you have a name for your listeners? I don't. I could never think of one. And then it four years passed and... Yeah, you can't come up with a name four years (laughs) later. It was too late. Yeah. Um, Okay, I'm just going to get to it. Okay. Because we got so many... Okay. Let's just start with the most recent thing, which obviously is that giant (laughs) ring on your finger. And I listened to the podcast where Jason popped the question and it was so freaking cute. (laughs) It was cute. I thought you were going to like pop out from around the corner because you were where it all started. I was like, is Olivia here for this moment? I feel like she should be. (laughs) I should be. The third wheel forever. Um, Okay. So we got to know, like, did you know it was coming? Absolutely not. Um, I thought he was going to, because we were going to Mexico the next week, I was like, okay. he'll probably do it in Mexico. Like, that seems romantic. Right. Um, he, I didn't think he'd propose here because it's like, he's like, oh, it's just like, we need to start looking for a house, this house, like, you know, I already lived in when he moved in. and Right. So I never in a million years thought he would do it in the house. And I was just, yeah, just so caught off guard. And I had a my makeup and hair done because he knew I had a photo shoot after and so I have my hair and makeup done, and they're perfect. T- these little liars. They told me that I had to have a videographer come in because Apple Podcasts was maybe going to sponsor something and put some, a lot of money behind it. So they really wanted it to be, you know, like legit with videos and cameras. And so I was like, "Wow." Okay. So after he proposed, I'm like, "So we're not pitching this to Apple for anything." <laughs> like, Wait. No. So there's no money coming from this. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Yeah, so I had no idea. Yeah, I was shocked. But side note, like, what a per... I mean, you're obviously, like, the queen of podcast. Like, what an incredible thing. And, like, you can listen to that when you're 50. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love oh. that. I love that we we have audio and video of, Literally. of that time. And, like, everyone says, too, when they get engaged, they're like, oh, I just blacked out. I didn't remember anything. So it was so nice to be able to listen to what he was saying because when he was saying it in my head, I was just freaking out because I thought I was going to throw up because I got <laughs> so excited that, like, I felt sick. <laughs> and so I was, like, trying to listen to everything he's saying, Caitlin, but I was, like, focusing on my breathing at the same time. And so I was, like, it was nice to have it recorded. And that is how we met. You know, we met on the podcast. We've had some, like, really sweet moments from podcasting. And I just, I loved it. I thought it was perfect. I think when I thought about how Jason would propose, I seriously thought he would, like, rent a yacht in Italy. Like, I thought it would be something (laughs) so extreme. And I was just like, that's another reason I didn't see it coming. But I, I prefer this way. The ring is outrageous. It's really just I keep calling it stupid because it's so nice. Like it's stupid. It is stupid. That's how I would call it too. Yeah, in like a great way. And it was so yeah. cute because he went with a designer and they like had a vision board and they like noticed that every time I get dressed up or go to events or go to a red carpet, I'm always wearing lace. And so they like did this little lace um like detail under the diamond. Oh. I know. Oh, I want you I want like a close up. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm going to be in Nashville Thursday through like July 8th or something. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, well then let's hang out. So I'll see you then. Yeah. Oh, right. that's amazing. Okay, you can come over and we can like watch the show and um, podcast or something. Sounds absolutely perfect. Okay. Wonderful. Cool. Um, okay, so Katie Rose Oliva said, does her hand feel heavy with that giant rock? <laughs> it's a little heavy. Oh my God. <laughs> Stop. It's so tall and beautiful. <laughs> I know. It's so everyone's like, yeah, you're getting your fingers getting a little workout. And I'm like, it really is. It, it like, really is. Yeah, it really is. It's a good problem to have. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I love this question. Someone, I can't get the name of it. Um, small intimate wedding or party like it's 1999. <laughs> so ever since I met Jason... I said that I would want a small intimate wedding and Mm -hmm. as we started talking to a planner and started writing down a list of just like like our main close family and friends I'm like oh okay this is gonna be a rager like this is gonna (laughs) be huge (laughs) this is not going to be small at all and I'm like I'm kind of excited about it now um so yeah picture you with a small wedding just like with all of the connections you have in your life. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm like, why would I want... I I love the idea of, like, an intimate small, like, maybe for the ceremony, but I want everyone there when I really think about it and after I've, you know, been talking about it so much, I'm like, wait, because how cool to to know so many incredible people and have them all together, and I just, yeah... It's well, I didn't even know it was a thing, but someone was talking to me and they were like, oh, yeah, I just invited a lot of people to the reception. Yeah. Not the ceremony. And I was like, oh, I've never heard of that. But that's great. Super cool and trendy. Yeah, I I kind of like that because 
Yeah. Everyone's just there for the party anyway, so you might as well save them the 20 minutes of I do's and all of that. And Because family and friends obviously wants to see that, but, like, you're, you know, like, you're you're just friends who are there to party. Come for the reception. I don't <laughs> they know. They just want to party. They just want the open bar. <laughs> yeah, they're there. That's, they're there for the open bar. Um, Someone wanted to know, like, do you have any dress thoughts like any style so many dress thoughts okay i i don't know what style i know i want high neck i love a high neck and i love lace obviously yeah um that's about as far as i got i i keep looking at pinterest boards now i've become one of those girls oh my god i've been doing that since i was in college yeah see that's so funny i just have not my sister used to dream about her wedding day and like she would know exactly what she would want her dress to be. And I was like, I'm like, I have no idea. But now once, you know, I, it's so weird too, because I was engaged before. Yeah. And it just was so different that time because it was basically dating. That wasn't, you know, exactly. it's not like we yeah. were planning a wedding. We were like, wait, what's your middle name? So <laughs> this time it's fun and I'm actually getting into it. And I'm like, I, I love looking at this stuff. And I've just seen so many incredible visions for a dress. And my friend Lo, who's a stylist, he's going to help me and, I can't. I actually can't wait to find a dress. I'm probably gonna wear two. When? Are, okay. Do we have a timetable yet? Like, are you planning stuff or or what? We're starting to. We just. The only problem is the main thing you need to lock down is a um, venue. A venue, and that's something that we have not done yet. Um, okay. So I feel like we can't really get too much. We have we have four ideas of where we want to do it. We just need to make a decision. Okay, like flip a coin or something like that. Yeah, I'll flip a coin. Couples do that stuff (laughs) on the most important day of their life. Flip a coin. Are you are you like a like a big bachelorette party kind of like? This is another thing. This is another thing that I've been thinking about. I I don't. My dogs are fighting in the back. Um, I don't want to do like i don't want everywhere everyone wearing like sashes and drinking from penis straws right and doing and male strippers like all of that i'm like no no um i would like a nice small girls trip out to napa maybe or like lake tahoe or something like that but like no vegas or anything crazy like that oh that's for the best yeah i feel like the penis thing is like kind of like aged out i hope so because i don't see that that much anymore i'm also 36 now and that's just to me i'm like okay, i'm a grown woman now like that we, we don't do penis straws i'll get i'll get like embarrassingly drunk and like fall down a flight of stairs <laughs> or something but i ain't gonna drink out no penis straw <laughs> we draw the line yeah there's a, a line straw. okay <laughs> <laughs> um okay wait let's be, I have so much. Let's let's go to Bachelorette League. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm really curious, like, how you were approached to co-host with Taisha. Like, how did that come about? It's it, it really wasn't even approached like that. It was, yeah. you, you know, how they have people come on. Uh, like, I get invited back on a lot of seasons. Hey, do you want to come, like, have a chat with one of the Bachelorettes and sit down and give her some advice and do that whole thing? And so that's kind of how it was set up because I don't think they knew it was going to turn into any kind of role like this. And so they're like, hey, what are you doing on this day? Like, because of quarantine and 
having to, you know, stay in the bubble, would you be okay with staying for three weeks? And I was like, three weeks would be the max that I would stay. I'm not going more than three weeks. Right. Unless my dogs come, I'm not going away for longer than three weeks. And they're like, well, we'll find a way where your dogs can come. And I was like, okay. So we ended up driving out there and it was truly not until like we were in it that we're like, oh, I think this is kind of like a house role but this is happening yeah like wait what are we doing and then they're like we're yeah, the you guys faces of this they're like do you guys want to stay the whole time and we're like sure um wow. so it really felt like it didn't feel like a hosting role because we weren't like professional like a host we had more of a sister friendship not a host yeah it's feeling like different but i'm loving the vibe but it feels y'all are just like a lot more interactive um and yeah you're definitely more of like a friend yeah but I gotta, I gotta admit, it was pretty weird seeing you say like, "Later, some men, this is the final rose" or whatever. Like weirdest moment of my whole life because that can you believe that line is obviously so iconic to the show. But there's only exactly. been one person who has said that line, and it felt like such an honor to say that line out loud. But I almost <laughs> felt guilt to like I was like. I'm not, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. I kind of wish you would just like come out with something completely different, you know? I know. I thought about that too. And also, I think it looked awkward when Tasha and I were both just standing out there and then one person says something. It's like the two of us are standing there. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, we should come up with something different. Like, I mean, I said same. guys instead of gentlemen once and that felt better. I said yeah. guys, if you did not receive a different. rose and I was like, ooh, that felt more natural. Can we get any insight into like, Obviously, her, it's early, but like any great moments, favorite moments, favorite dates, in your opinion, from the best friend role? Yeah, I'm actually so excited. I forget. I think it's next week. Okay. Where <laughs> I think you see it in the previews tonight. Um, the, the guys have to like wax their armpits and like Ooh, nice. eat hot peppers and do all these funny things. And I feel like they are all such good sports. All the guys on this season and... I don't know. I am biased because I always think my guys were the best and I'm not, I'm not even joking. Like they were really stand up guys. And then on this season, I'm like, wow, these are a group of really incredible men who like to have fun, but they're also like really emotionally available. And I feel like they're just able to like show up to every date. So there's some really incredible special moments. I thought the one between Greg and Katie was just so sweet, so stinking sweet. So I mean, do you have, like, any favorite guys? Even if they're already, like, gone. Okay, I can't, I cannot get enough of um, Trey. I Trey? We haven't seen a lot of Trey, but I liked him I a lot the first night. I stand Trey. He is so funny. Actually, a lot of them were goofy. Andrew S. is also hilarious. I hope we get to see his personality, like, start to come out. Um, yeah. I really like Greg trying to think of um I, it's so funny how i was obviously not the bachelorette but i still had to memorize all those guys names of course <laughs> so but there's i mean connor who doesn't love connor he's i love connor you know who i'm like i don't know how i feel about him yet he's kind of getting like iffy vibes for me but like so my type is that guy that came like very gatsby he came in on the in the box oh oh james is that your type uh, is there's something about him probably because he's like kind of comes off as like a bad boy yeah he seems mysterious to me i don't know why maybe I don't know maybe you're attracted to, know him. to mysterious men I, that's what i'm into so the box i that whole night i just kept saying it's a dick in a box but obviously they can't <laughs> hear that 
<laughs> it's just so fun. Like I personally love watching you gals. Really? Yes. Good. I just think it it's livens it up. It makes it more youthful. Yeah. It makes it fun. And like, obviously, y'all's connection is just super cute. And like the first night when you're eating the popcorn and looking out the window, like that was really just cute. Yeah, that's what it felt like when we were there. We're like, we hope it comes across the same way as we feel like it's like yeah. feeling in this moment. Because we did. We had so much fun. She felt like our sister. We cared so much about her. And like, Aww. it just felt like, like right now it's really fun and lighthearted, but it's going to get also really like tough and serious. And, and when she goes through a really hard time, as we all do in those situations, and it was so awesome to be there for her. Like, I was so far removed, you know, like, I haven't felt those deep, deep emotions of being on yeah. that show and what that felt like. And I did get triggered a little bit, like a little PTSD, but I was so far right? removed that I was able to, like, remove my own feelings and emotions from it and really focus on hers and give her, like, confidence and validate all of her feelings. So it was, it was really great. I mean... What advice did you give her as someone who went through it and, like, obviously at times had a hard time, whether it was yeah. with the yeah. fan base or just with the experience? Like, what did you tell her? Yeah, I think my number one advice when we sat down, I said, you have to surrender to the process. We, that is my best piece of advice. I always tell people the same thing, like, you know, who cares if people at home on their couch are going to hate you? Be yourself. Don't try and be something that America wants to see because – then you're just going to – everybody loves authenticity, especially in the world we're living in right now. People crave it. So – and she's so, you know, unique and quirky and she's just yeah. so great. So I was like, just be yourself and surrender to it because there's going to be times where you do want to quit and book your flight home and not be able to go on. And I think there's actually one moment in the promos where she's yeah. like, book my flight home. <laughs> yeah. I was like – Hey, I was like, let me in her room. I've been in this position before. Because <laughs> it's book true. the flight. Not y yet. <laughs> yeah, just hang in there because if you just surrender to it, you're like, that means you're doing it right. In my opinion, if you want to go home and it is too hard, you're putting your whole heart into it as you should be. And that's, it turns out to be so worth it. And she even said, she's like, I would do it all over again, which I would have never thought she would say. Oh, I figured I'm done. That yeah. was good. Yeah. One, one's enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like this question from my friend Brenna, um, and I'm kind of kind of reword it a little bit, but there's a lot of talk about Katie's season being sex positive, and I feel like a lot of the fan base is open to that, whereas we go back with you, you were, like, shunned for having sex. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the show probably becoming more progressive, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. we're happy about that. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because... So I'm I'm sure she still gets hated on yeah, for sure you know does. her yeah. sex positivity, but it was really controversial when it was my season. Like so controversial. Yeah, you would have thunk that you you know really. Uh, oh broke gosh, the law. like like I was some sort of predator like on these guys. Like it was it was insane. So I love to see it though. You love to see it when you you know when you feel like you're a part of some sort of change in a positive way. If this sh whether that be in the show celebrating it more, people talking about it more, you know, obviously we focus on so much of the sexualities in Bachelor world, like the virgins. We always got to call out the virgins. Oh, always. The sex positive, like it's always a thing. But I think it's getting better and and easier for everyone to just talk about and acknowledge because we're like, ha, remember when we pretended that nothing happened in the fantasy suites when we all know oh, it did? Gosh. But like, come on. Now we're just talking about it. 
And then when KB did what people do in the fantasy suites and got raked over the coals for it. (laughs) It was crazy. I'm going to bop in and out of questions because I'm finding so many fun ones. Okay. Someone, Someone put the rock in a funnier way. And I wanted to say it. How does she lift her left hand now with that entire continent on it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know what? I I do uh, it with a smile on my face. I go. (laughs) She just raises that continent. (laughs) Uh, Linda Shaw, where is her dream honeymoon vacation? Oh, I want to go to the Maldives and then go to um, Positano. Get that photo in the water with the city behind you yeah the Amalfi coast i am obsessed i've i've um had the chance to go there once it was my favorite place i've ever been to in my life but maldives first that's i just like i want a hut over the water that is something i have not checked off my bucket list is having a a hut over water a hut that's i see that in maldives posts over the water bungalow a bungalow otwb linda shaw there you go um oh okay I had, oh, here, Gina Stevenson. I want to ask this one because I was involved. Is she terrified of retribution from her April Fool's prank, which was epic? (laughs) Oh, like scared of what he's going to do back to me? What he's going to do next year. (laughs) Um, Well, I'm going to, my head's going to be on a friggin' swivel. I'll tell you that on April 1st because... I'm going to do anything. If something actually legit happens that day and he's like, no, this isn't a joke and it really isn't. I'm going to be like, ah, okay. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Caught you. God, that would be like the ultimate karma on the April Fool's to me because it's like, no, you great. have to like go to the hospital now. And I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> yep. So I get a text. It was a big group text from from Caitlin. I don't know how, how many days before it was, but it was like the whole plan. <laughs> Here's what you got to do set your alarm, send Jason something like this. So I had my whole little thing planned, ready to go. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, and then I asked, I almost I almost said to do it. I was like, yep, yeah, tomorrow. And then someone was like, okay, but tomorrow's not April Fool's. And I was like, where am I? And I don't what, even know what where day I am is it? right now. What day is it? Sorry, okay, two days from now, God. <laughs> but what's cool is like, I had never seen anything like that before. Like. I mean, obviously, your brain is full of such fun, creative stuff. But like, I'd never, I'd never seen that before. Well, look, I gotta eat edibles more often because I had had an edible that night and came up with that idea, and I was like, "This is genius." It was absolutely his face. Oh my gosh! What is it? It was. What is it? Just so disheveled and like his so hair. out of character for Jason. He's usually so put together, and like his hair slicked back and like calm, cool, collected, and. His hair was just, like, everywhere, and he was like, what's on there? Absolutely hilarious. Like, <laughs> you could tell that he thought his life was ending. Oh, my gosh. It was it was the look of pure panic, and like it was funny because... he posted your nude. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. That's what he thought That's of me. That's what he thought. He thought, yeah. that And the pre-planned nude, like, I'm going to pat myself <laughs> on the back for that one. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think I set I wrote, it like, up. I think I said, does Caitlin know that you posted that of her? Or something like that. Yeah, because I had sent him a nude the night before just to really sell it the next yeah, day. Just so he it. thought maybe that went up on the story. God, that Absolutely was good. Absolutely nailed it. The really commitment yeah. is incredible. I'm proud of oh, myself. Katie Rose. All, oh, she. this is another question from her. Katie, damn. Will she wear a scrunchie at her wedding? Um. Yeah, I'm going to make a scrunchie to put under my dress for like the garter. 
Oh, cute. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, I will be. <laughs> That's super cute. Oh, my God. Another big thing that happened for you this year. You got to see your family oh after, like, so long apart. Yeah. That was emotional. I bet. What was that like for you? It was... I am obviously so close to my family and even though like I've lived away from home since I was 19 but always like go back and visit or they come see me like we will not go longer than three months without seeing each other Um, especially having nieces and nephews and just like oh I just want to be there for all these moments and so that was wild to not see them for that long and then at it was I think just a little over a year and a half I hadn't seen my mom and when we saw each other we just both cried and she was crying like, touching my face like oh my god you're real and you're here but i still haven't seen my dad or my sister or my niece and nephew and i'm like facetime and zooms are great but like not enough i'm gonna see my, my niece and nephew and be like you're adults now yep you're human with like thoughts and stuff now yeah oh meg kessler will there be anyone who is a part of the wedding party slash special guests from Bachelor Nation or anyone famous. Um, in the wedding party? Yeah. Or invited, I guess. Um, special guests? I don't know what that means. I don't... Yeah. I, I keep going back and forth on um, wedding parties because it's either going to be two people or ten. I yeah. haven't made that decision yet. So if there is ten, possibly. And if there's two, no. But there's still, like, of course, like, obviously you're invited to the wedding. Whitney... Um, I'm trying to think who else from Bachelor World would be invited. I'm sure Tasha. Um, there's, I mean, I'm, I want to invite all the Bachelorettes. I know they probably won't have time for that, but like, oh my god, you could do that full TV special again, but your <laughs> wedding yeah. version. <laughs> yeah, I just Literally. feel like we have such a special bond. Like all of us are in a group chat. We were just talking earlier today, and it's just like it's so cool. We're all just like, you know, it's nice. If I, you, did you see Rachel Lindsay's yeah. article? Oh my god. Amazing. She's just so well spoken, and she's incredible. I felt so like, like I, I, it was so insightful to hear like, just her explanations and her way of thinking and what, yeah, what she felt versus what she saw and just everything you know that she stands for. And we always like love to support her in the group chat. And um, obviously, like if anyone hasn't read that article, please go read it. It was please do. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, and that's. I mean, it's it's this is and something we talked about before is. You know, people get afraid to bite the hand that feeds you and blah, blah, blah. And that's what I said to them, you know, when they asked me to be a part of the season. It was really important for me to know that I could still support Rachel. I could still talk about what how the show could grow. I still, you know, like accountability is still important to me. And I don't want that to be held back if this I want to still be able to, you know, and they were like, absolutely. Like, please, we encourage it. Okay, I like this question. Katie Herklotz continuation of what you were just saying how did she decide to get more involved and speak up about social issues i'm so proud of her for this and think she has a bigger impact than she could possibly realize heart that's sweet i it's it's honestly terrifying but i think i was so scared before to talk about anything just because i didn't i i just kind of coasted through life with like what worked for me and it does make me feel guilty because I'm like, wow, I have this huge platform, like mm-hmm. maybe use it. And I always used it, you know, I wanted to like give back and do charity work. But this, I've just learned that the more I educate myself or the more I like speak up about certain things, I do realize how much I have an impact and um, and that I do realize these things matter to me. I, I think I just yeah. avoided tough things before in the past where now you're like, 
that's like uh, I've grown so much as a human being and like you have, just it's yeah. you know with everything that we have in this world with social media and news and all the tools and podcasts and things that we can learn and do it's like I want to better myself all the time every year for my birthday I say I'm just going to be a better version of the last year. Good like, girl. That's what I want to do. And that, to me, has become something that's important. And, and I appreciate her saying that. Let's see. Oh, gosh. Lindsay Drennan. Who do you love more? Pino, Ramen, or Jason? JK, JK, impossible to answer. Oh, I was like, oh, Ramen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, JK, easy. easy I have never in my life, and I know people say this about their kids, and I know I will be this way about my kids, but, like, look at sweet Pino. He's just, I'm just holding his head in my hand right now. Like, he's just a little sweetie. And... I have never. <laughs> like I can't handle. Tears. He knows I was talking about him. He's like, "How dare you say ramen?" I know. Okay, wait. Side note. Side note. I heard. I was watching that clip. Who did you have? Teresa Caputo or yeah. whatever. Where? What was that? Oh my god. Pino. Okay. P- he's getting all excited, and I've read one, and I'm like, he's totally gonna spill this wine okay holy moly um okay pedo just kidding you're my favorite okay just, just kidding. kidding sorry um what uh, okay Teresa, that was crazy because i'm such a believer in um you know like i don't know how, i don't know how much mediums like take from what they know of certain people but i don't know I, I want to believe so i do and i love it and so when she was talking about my girlfriend who had passed for some reason, Ramen, who is literally, can see, he's just chilling right now. He always just chills during interviews. The most relaxed. Interviews. He's, oh, this, Pino, no. And Ramen started getting up and doing weird circles. And I don't, okay, but I didn't look, like, you can see it in the video. We posted a clip where yes. she goes, yeah. is your dog doing something weird right now? And it wasn't like I was like, Ramen, stop. Or like, uh, I was just focused on her and I... I was like, yeah. And then as soon as I did that, the dog barked. And then Ram just kept barking. And she was like, he senses the spirit. And I was like, holy crap. Like, it was it was so crazy. But yeah, she's, I mean, she's good. I, I got like, yeah. I just had a medium on last week. And like, yeah, you I, did? I don't know. I did. Okay. I just want to know about relationship shit. Because you know how I am. And what did they and say? She said, yes. I don't know if I, I'm the same attitude. Like, I want to believe it. I do. Uh-huh. Um, but she said, you're going to meet him this year. He works in, like, real estate or, like, investments or something like that. And, you know, just keep putting yourself in situations to meet him. And I'm like, okay. But, like, who is he? See, then it's freaky because then what if you meet a guy that's in real estate, but it just he just happens to be in real estate, but he's not your guy? Are you, like, going to try and make a relationship work? Because you're like... That's what my sister was like. So what if you meet someone and you get so focused because he meets these little, like, criterias? And I'm like, I'm going to look at it as because I'm such a homebody and, like, you know, I'm going to hope that this is just the thing that will get me to, like, maybe go out more, right? Yeah. Put myself out there. Put myself in a situation where, like, I could meet this real estate boy in the next year well, there you go and see that mediums always like you know yeah. they always can help in some way where even if that just helped you get out a little more like yeah. go you know because maybe that is how you are going to meet somebody maybe it is yeah. and she said go she said something about a sundress and i was like okay i'll put a sundress on so i'm on really? the runway just getting a bunch of sundresses 
buy your Amazon card is immediately. I was full like, okay, sundresses. I'll just buy every sundress known to man and wear a new sundress every freaking day of my life. Oh gosh, that's amazing. Oh, uh, um, okay. Let's. Oh, I do want to talk about. You just posted recently about some people being not very nice about your physical appearance. Always. And you know, I loved. I love chatting it up about that stuff. So yeah. I'm just. Are you getting? Um, obviously you have a better handle on hate, but like, are you receiving hate now that you're back in the, in the franchise in like a leading role or whatever? If you Yeah. Will? I mean, I always try and, I always try and, uh, tell myself, you know, like, of course I'm getting it, but I'm sure Katie's getting it double. And like, not that I, you know, if somebody else's pain is more than greater than yours, it shouldn't diminish how you're feeling. So yes, I get so many comments always on my appearance. There is nothing else that comes through to me other than my looks. And you know what? Sometimes good and a lot of times bad, but it's always focused on my looks. And I don't know if I that's just that. um, a woman thing. Like, I don't know if Tasha gets that or I don't know, but it's like that's people's easy go-to target with me is telling me I look like I've got a botched face and I've had too much surgery and like, I look so different and it's like yeah of course I look different I have changed my appearance like now do literally you feel I've done things here's what I've done I'm yeah. not hiding it you've never hidden that you've gotten things no. like you know Botox and um which I do too yeah I live I live for the Botox I live for the Me talks too, I love it yeah I love a lip filler I same I just I'm like that's what scares me too about having a platform is I do know that I have an impact and I don't want to be influencing girls to go do that. Yeah. I'm not saying, you know, here, go do this or swipe up and go get your lips. Actually, I probably would do that because I'm like, hey, if you want this, but I'm not here saying, I'm not trying to influence people to do it and say that's what they should be doing. For me you've personally. you posted and said like, swipe up to no. get this because you need it. No, you know? but yeah, it's it's just to me, I'm like, I love it. I love coloring my hair. I like changing my Same. appearance. I like still remaining me, but like that should be the most important thing. If I was showing up on your TV screen and I was all of a sudden like being nasty or, um, you know, like just not being myself, then you can come at me. But why are we focused so much on what I look like over who I am? Wait, okay, wait. Oh my God. I'm speaking of coloring your hair. When did you decide to go brown? Because as someone who obviously just went brown, like this is an iconic moment. I, I know. Big. I was so scared. Were you scared when you did it? Obviously, yes, because I had gone brown once in like middle school and it went very badly. Oh. But I also went to like a beauty school, which like no shade to learning at the school. But like this time around, I had a professional. Yeah. And she just like knew what to do. And the minute I saw it, I was like, oh, my God, I don't think I'm ever going to go back from this. Literally, like I'm, I'm so obsessed with it now that it's done right. You know what I mean? That's awesome because I did not feel that way. I was like, really? No, I was like, I'm going to be blonde forever. And people would always, always say again to me online, you should go back dark. You look better with dark hair. And out of spite, I was always like, I'm definitely staying I'm blonde. I'm going to stay blonde. <laughs> yeah. As you should. As you should. But after I've just put so much freaking bleach on my hair, my hair is so fine and like just, it's just not, it, it just can't keep up with the bleach. So I was like, okay, I'm going to just darken it and let it get healthy for a couple of years and then go back blonde. And now the more times that, pa that has passed, I'm like, 
Oh, I don't think I will go back blonde. I actually really like I, the dark I, hair. I mean, this is not to say like, oh, you look better. I, I love you as a brunette. I think you look incredible as a brunette. Thank you. I appreciate I've that. that. I do. I always said, I, but I feel like myself as a blonde. But I actually, now that I am dark, I'm like, Oh, I feel, I feel more of myself as my natural color. I mean, I don't even really know what my natural color is anymore, but... Well, yeah, mine's I, not I this. I really mine's like, like mousy. being on the, on the dark side. Yeah. It's like kind of fun. I'm into it. I'm into kinda it. sexy. Yeah. Megan Teeple. Love her so much. What does she think of Jason's new podcast? Will she go on it soon? Oh, um, yes. Okay, it was so... Jason's new podcast, it's so funny because... I don't think I even realized, I don't think he even told me he was recording podcast episodes. <laughs> and it was like, I think it was like, oh yeah, it's maybe going to happen kind of thing. But I mean, that guy is just so well-spoken and smart and like the smartest person I know, especially in his field of what he does, like that industry, mm-hmm. he just is so well-spoken and also able to break it down for people um, like myself. He's helped me uh-huh. so much financially that it just makes sense that he would do that, you know? And it's, I don't know if I'll go on it because I'm like, what am I gonna talk about? Like, <laughs> he'll teach he'll teach you something and then inadvertently will teach me something and- That's true. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I will go on his podcast, We're but yeah. We're learn. Yeah. What's it called again? Come on. Um, Trading Secrets. Yeah. But it was funny because I couldn't promote his first one and people were also trolling me for that. They're like, how could you not support him? But he actually went, it was like some um, like detailed money stuff about Bachelor and Bachelorette. And I'm trying to keep my job right now. Right. About, yeah. I'm like, and you can't negotiating. That. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> I'm going to sit on this one. <laughs> I can't post about that. <laughs> Tori McKenzie. I just want her to know that she has more people that love her than she does haters. I met her last night, and she was oh, an absolute dream. Tori. Oh, I remember Tori. We had a bathroom selfie moment. She cried. Tori, look at that. Yeah. Oh, Tori hung out with us for a little bit. Well, she wants you to know the importance of the impact that you have on people. Sweet, sweet Tori. I met her in the just bathroom. So you know. She looked at me, and she just her eyes just started filling up with tears and I was like I, oh my god stop yeah I was like what and she was like you just don't know like how much you've impacted my life and then I wanted to cry and I was like let's take pictures and we were doing dance moves in the mirror in the bathroom Tori and then she like came out and she hung out with us at the piano bar we had a great time she's an angel Katie Wasson when does her next song come out she teased it and we need it gosh you know what I was just thinking about that while I was pooping today you were? <laughs> I was. I was like, I really need to release that song. <laughs> well, like, what did you decide when you were on the throne? Like, when's it going to happen? I, I actually need to message my guy that produces. Um, and then I need to message my voice coach and go over and practice because... And say, can she, we train? She makes, she makes such a difference. Like, your voice is a muscle. And it's crazy how much you can train it if you work on it. And so I, yeah, I'd actually... You know what? What's the date? Now I can hold myself accountable. It's the 21st of June today. Okay, I'll release it by Christmas time. Is it going to be a Christmas song? Oh, no, but I should do a Christmas song. I think you really should. Those always are like bangers. They're so jingly. Cute. Oh, that's a good call. I Sure, I'm going to do a Christmas song, but I'm also going to release my one. It's called Whiskey. Two I'm going to release that. Okay, yeah, two. two. songs. 
doing it. Holy shit. <laughs> um, Liz Miller, love Caitlin so much. Will she be planning another tour soon? Was supposed to be front row for a show in D.C. during COVID. Sad face, sad face. That is so sad. Um, yeah, thank you for getting front row tickets. And I that was, like, heartbreaking when I had to cancel that tour. I would. I can't wait to get back out and do a tour. Um, hopefully, I mean, it would be cool if I could do it at the end of this year. Yeah. Uh, we're t- we've been talking about it and trying to plan something. So I'm hoping at the end of this year we can put something together and go to a bunch of cities. So make up for for some lost time here. As someone who attended a show in Denver, yeah, they are fun as hell. Oh man, we ha- it's it's almost like an interactive stand up show. Like I'm not it really I'm is. not like a comedian, but I'm making jokes and I'm involving the crowd and we're drinking and, and like it feels like a big party guests. and then I crowd surf. <laughs> you do crowd surf and every I mean everyone is standing up and like reaching out Caitlin which like obviously it's, it's really so it's fun. it's quite an experience it's like a concert but people are just chatting yeah and like you're supposed to be quiet while people are chatting yeah yeah it's crazy it's it's one of the most um fun things I've done like I feel like Touring and going to different cities and meeting all the vinos in different cities to me has been like magical. I you'll make it happen. Yeah. God, the things you have going on. Okay, wait. <laughs> the other thought. Hold on. How toned up did you get for Dancing with the Stars? And like, are you still toned as shit right now? <laughs> I actually got so in shape before Dancing with the Stars. Oh my gosh. I bet. I, so I started going to this trainer. I go to two different places. One of my best friends, Kat, her husband, Worth, owns a gym yeah, called TrueMav. Yeah. And it's attached to Uncommon James. So like. Oh, perfect. Yeah. It's amazing. And so I love going to his classes. And then I really wanted to like lift heavy. So I went to this other trainer that does like, he trains athletes. And so I went to him and I was like deadlifting like 115 pounds and like squatting heavier than my own weight Good and i still girl. i still do that by the way but i'm just not as healthy because i eat and drink like whatever the hell i want which yeah, is of also amazing so um but i still work out but yeah i so i got super super in shape when i went on dancing then obviously maintain maintain that when you're dancing seven hours a day seven days a week um but i went to the doctor yesterday and i actually have gained like 12 pounds from like two years ago but my body feels better like i feel better in my body good and it's you know obviously muscle weighs a lot too so i like i was like sometimes i used to get triggered by the number at the doctor and this time i was actually like oh that means i've gained a lot of muscle and i was like proud because i know i feel good in my body right now so proud of you for doing that by the way thank you i remember the first time you came over to my house on the podcast and we talked about Dancing with the Stars and how disappointed you were, wow. how it, it had never, you know, come together. Wow. How crazy. That's crazy. It, it's, it really is. Um, it felt like a dream that had long passed, like would never happen. Even up until it did happen, I felt like it was an impossible thing to achieve, but I never stopped thinking about it. But yeah, it's and uh, it did the so, damn thing. It's so crazy to think about. It really is. But um, I also just wanted to say I'm, di- I'm doing um for for anyone listening. I mean, I feel like this can benefit so many people. But uh, if you follow Raw Beauty Talks, do you know who that is? Yes. Okay. Yes. So they, you know, they just are so good at 
showing women of all shapes, sizes, and colors and celebrating their bodies. And my girlfriend, Erin, runs it. And she really struggled with an eating disorder when she was she was younger. And she has worked so hard on herself. And now she has two kids. And it's like her goal in life is to help other people who are going through that or have an unhealthy, um, you know, relationship with food. And so it's not even just about food. It's about like loving your body and not thinking you have to attain these certain standards to be loved and blah, blah, blah. So it's this 12-week program called Reset, Raw Beauty Reset. And I'm on week seven right now. And I feel like that's maybe another reason why I was just like, but I feel so good in my body because I've been like intuitively eating and not feeling guilty about certain things and not using food as a reward or, uh, you know, like punishment. Like, yeah. oh, I didn't work out today, so I'm only going to eat well, egg whites. I do that. It was, it's really life-changing. I think she does them often. Um, but even just her Instagram alone is in her newsletters. Like, it's just she's the most passionate person about helping others with this and um she's really changed my life she used to be my health and wellness coach for a while too but yeah let me think of all the things that you have freaking going on it's a it's a lot (laughs) okay so dancing with the stars um let me let me ask let me name them and i'm gonna ask you what you're most proud of today winning the mirror ball obviously off the vine grape therapy but I'm just going to count it all podcast. Yeah. Spade and Sparrows. Yeah. Do. Yeah. I mean, being a dog mom, engaged. Honestly, I think something I'm the most proud of, definitely the mirror ball because I've never worked that hard in my whole life for anything. It was a grind and... I was injured while doing it and just like have never wanted something so badly. And like, I truly just worked so hard for it. But that leads me to my next point that I'm so proud of the community that I've built with Spade and Sparrows and Do and Off the Vine, because all of those people are so friggin' supportive that I have learned. I think I used to be a little bit rude because I was overwhelmed with like, I don't want to say fans, but like followers or whatever. It overwhelmed me and I didn't know how to like, be grateful. And over the years, as I've grown and worked on myself, I'm like, these people are who I should be like bowing down to and thanking and hugging. And now I just have this relationship with all the vinos where I feel like they're family. And I feel like they're the reason I won Dancing with the Stars because as hard as I worked, voting counts in that show. It sure freaking does. So it was just That's like what it is. I'm really proud of the community that I have built and and winning the mirror ball. <laughs> So everything. <laughs> and also being rescuing two dogs and meeting the love of my life. I mean, I was <laughs> and getting a continent on your finger. <laughs> yes. Fucking continent. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> okay. Well, we gotta watch the show. Yeah, we do. You don't need to really know because you probably all follow her already, but Yep, at Caitlin Bristow and then I really want everyone to follow the Spade and Sparrows and do accounts too because they're so fun and there's a community on each one of those too where people make friends and it's so cool to see. So at do edit and then at Spade and Sparrows. Um, and thank you for podcasting with me and choosing me and... and oh my God, duh. And You're like one of the highlights of my four years. So you obviously. are the like- sweetest and I'm proud of you for all of your hard work. Love you guys. Bye.